Hello, friends. Welcome to Midnight Radio. Let's go over our executive producers for this show, which we're calling the Perp Walk, but we have a lot more information than what they gave us today. So our first executive producer is... That's right. We don't have any executive producers. If you're interested in becoming an executive producer and helping support the show, by the way, all the money we get here is going into our radio license for a music license so we can have an online radio station that is better than, far better than anything you've ever heard before. That is what we're doing. So $20 or more, that gives you an executive producer, uh, whether it's a super sticker and that is in the chat room, or if it's a super thanks, which you can do after the show, it's right underneath the video there. You can do that and uh, become an executive producer. All right, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this executive producer thing is working. You know, I don't know if the show's working. Um, I might need to generate some more money for it. I'll have to do something. Something to to, uh, to be able to get some more money so we can get this license going on. I got DJs on the standby. I wanted to do it do it within three months. I've got an idea. I'm going to run it behind you guys. And when I say guys, mostly men, this is a product. This is a, an idea for men, mainly. Not if there's anything wrong with you women. Um, you can listen to it and you can tell us what you think. But women have Avon, right? I was thinking about something called man stuff. Instead of Avon, it's man stuff, as in things for men. I don't know. I don't know what it could be, like um, leather products, like, I don't know, uh, personalized belts and wallets and high-end audio equipment for your car, your home stereo or something. You still guys have, you guys still have home stereos? Maybe a big Bluetooth speaker. You know, things that men would like. But instead of just ordering it from Amazon, I mean, you could do that, but it's not the same. It's not the quality that a man stuff man would bring you. A man stuff man would come to your door with his catalog, you know, but he can talk to you about the products. He can answer your questions. But the best thing about a man stuff man is that he will stuff the product wherever you tell him to put it. He'll put it in the back. He'll put it in the rear. He'll put it in your hand. If you don't tell him where to put it, he'll put it where he can. But he'll put it in a place that you tell him so your significant other can't find out what you spent money on. That's right. You can order this product online or through the handy app, and you can put in the comments where you want it delivered. And also, when it shows up on your credit card statements, it'll say, I don't know, like bottle of shampoo or something. Something, not only will it not show what you're spending your money on, then it could say like a dozen roses or something on there. You know, or something. You know, it'll look like a gift for her, but really it'll be for you. And he can put it wherever you want. Maybe you can crack open the trunk of your car and he can deliver it there. Any place, any time to keep yourself safe. Sounds like I can get my tr- myself in trouble this idea, right? Man, we need an executive producer. You guys need to start donating. Don't tell them what kind of trouble you're going to get me into. Cooper might have to bail me out of jail and represent me. I am Jerry Adams. You are listening to Midnight Radio, or perhaps you're watching it right there in front of our live studio audience at YouTube. That's right. I am the man stuff man, the chief fruit loop. We have some things we need to go over tonight. If you guys, oh, we got some new members up here. Thank you guys very much. Let me see what you are. Oh, we got a new executive producer. Thank you. I can put that man stuff idea off for a while. It's bad enough being a fruit loop. 
Laura, awesome. Thank you so much. And Grant Lewis. For the, those of you that don't know, we have three levels of support. We have Midnight Supporter, Midnighter, and then we have Midnight Rider. Uh, on level two and three, that's Midnight that is Midnighter and Midnight Rider. You get access to our exclusive Discord, and I'm going to tell you why that's important. There's some things I can't broadcast live on the air because of different reasons. I'll give you an example. Today was a good example. They had the press conference. Uh, not, not, but Well, before the press conference, actually, they had the actual what we call the perp walk. And in, during the perp walk, that is Brian or um, I'm sorry, uh, suspect nothing burger being put into the court and he was at his hearing for extradition. And, uh, well, there's certain clearances you have to have to be able to broadcast from a court. And whether some YouTubers did or not, that's beside the point. There's there's laws and there's rules. So if they were going to ha- actually have the video in the court, usually... That has to be okayed by the court themselves for the people doing it. For example, law and crime, they do that a lot, but they got permission to do that. Uh, Thank you, Karen. Karen Broadwick from England. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. We have England here. We have Ireland here. And uh, we have, have, uh, I want to say, Germany here somewhere and Romania, but nobody's saying hello from those places. So there's things you can do and there's things that you can't do. Law and order, they have a lot of money and they have people they can send to those places and they can get it okayed for the court normally for their cameras to be there. So I thought the stream that we were going to get was going to be from inside the actual court hearing. It was not. But regardless, I did the best I could following the rules and the laws not to get your favorite channel pulled off of YouTube. So I broadcast it in our Discord server. So if you are a member or you're a new member of the Discord server, there's instructions you'll see once you become a member that'll let you know how to get in the Discord server. And I have video and things that I stream just for that. And Now, I'm not putting things on there that I wouldn't put on my regular YouTube, but there's some things that I can't. And there's also information. Now, some of the information we've had in there for 24 hours now, I'm, I'm going to be sharing it with you tonight. I've got some very shocking inter- information about... Suspect nothing burgers, big noses, activity online, and other things. We're going to go over that. So if you guys don't have a membership, uh, ask somebody that is a member and has been in the Discord. It's a lot of fun. All right, so let's start this, shall we? I'm going to start with this. I got this email, and I want to read this because it sums up all my feelings of that, and it segues nicely into one of our first stories here it says and i want to say who this this is from uh, cooper this is cooper by the way first can the mainstream media and youtube sensationalists stop acting acting like this guy is the einstein of potential killers because he got himself into phd criminology program his dna was all over All over the scene, we're told. He got himself arrested. According to his students and classmates, his behavior noticeably changed after the murders became public. Not exactly a criminal mastermind. If this alleged female inmate in some sort of adjacent cell is accurate about this behavior in custody, he's either batshit or it's an act. If it is an act, then for what purpose? To establish or set a foundation for insanity? Yet again, if true... 
this criminology guru has failed to take into account that there is no insanity defense in Idaho. Not the sort of Hannibal Lecter-esque IQ wizardry to amaze anyone. Second, as to the WSU classmates and students, none of y'all noticed that this awkward crime know-it-all drives a white Elantra? Hopefully he walked to class or something otherwise. Big whiff for the aspiring forensic scientists and others in that department. Third, I caught an interview with or about talking to Kaylee's mom about the time after Kaylee broke up with Jack D. She had a date with someone else. They made quesadillas. He called her a biatch out of nowhere. She told mom that she missed Jack. Then we get reports that he has to be talked to at a local bar by the owner about his behavior because he is inexcusably called a woman there a biatch. His paper, thin, but could he have seemed impressive enough in an isolated circumstance to get Kaylee to go out with him once? If there were to, if that were somehow to be the case, then there's potential reason for targeting her if he did. Sort of fits with the dis- disturbing 4chan stuff from 1212. All of which is driving at this point. This dude is not a Bundy. He's more of a quasi-incel with a background that is reported to be overwrought with insecurity and self-esteem issues, who, if he is the killer, wants desperately not to be classified as the incel-type killer. In that existence, I'd guess it would be more desirable to be seen as the evil genius serial killer type. If reports are accurate that E. Rogers-esque self-importance and entitlement are present through though as a personality-based defense mechanism not knocking or downplaying the harm that sort of thing does to a person but it undermines the serial killer or pure pathological angle he's an angry insult type but his field of study that he was undoubtedly drawn to and overconfidence made him want to be perceived as something more sophisticated in his view of the world So what do you guys think about that? Man, I think there's some good points there. I want to say thank you to some people here in chat. Real quick. And that that email I just read is going to go into some of the other points I just had here. I have coming up. So some of you guys are saying right now, he's a person on Reddit I truly believe. We have some stuff we're going to go over that i can't put that one thing he said that the killer did on reddit here i can't broadcast it here but we do have it in the discord we have a idaho 4 channel in there where we post all these things so you guys can look at it but according to rules of terms of service here i can't do that nor do i want to um some of these things are better discussed behind the scenes you know what i mean all right, let's go into this, though. Man, a lot of things have been run to my head. One of the things I put in the chat was maybe maybe this is some part, maybe he's playing chess. This is what came in my mind. Maybe he's playing chess, and then, and then that faded from my mind when I went through the stuff that I'm going through now. And then I started leaning towards what this email said before I read the email. And uh, it seems like a frustration and 
when I heard what I heard yesterday's show or the day before yesterday's show, when we went over what he did in the bar and the way he was acting in the bar and his own misinterpretations of the way he was acting. And when I go through all of the supposed alleged things he's been doing on social media that we're about to, I'm about to show you all this. Um, he does seem like an incel type. And it seems like there's one thing that just became too much and it sent him over the top to do something that he'd been studying for a while. I think planning how to do something and then something tipped him into actually doing it. And there's a perceived violence against women here. So I got some good stuff for you and we're just going to dive into it right now. Um, If you guys haven't, please subscribe. I'm about to show you some really good stuff, but please subscribe. I want you to hit that bell and hit all notifications. That way you can continue this conversation. This shows a conversation with you. You guys keep sending me all this stuff. Um, You guys are posting it to our Discord. And this is the stuff that we're going over, the things that you gave me. We also have uh, a story we're about to go over also in a little bit from the Daily Mail, where there's a female inmate housed by him housed by him next to him she has something to say about him shaking his wee willy willker at people and uh, using hardcore gangster rap to intimidate people well we're going to go over the validity of of that after this right cheer so according to labar koberger's dad had flown into seattle to spokane and then drove into pullman to get his son and drive back to Pennsylvania during this holiday. It was planned. It was a planned trip, and Labar and Coburger's father told him that nothing was out of the ordinary during the cross-country drive. Labar did state the father and son duo were pulled over twice in Indiana during the trip to Pennsylvania. He also said he was not sure who had been driving. I don't know whether they were speeding or not, or if they were even issued a ticket, Labar's Labar said, it, I just know they were pulled over in Indiana almost back-to-back, I believe once for speeding and once for falling too closely to the car in front of them. Ladies and gentlemen, I have that footage from those officers that pulled them over. We're about to go into it. Do you guys want to see that footage of, of uh, the suspect and his father being pulled over? I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to tell me in chat. Do you guys want to see it? Maybe you don't. Thank you so much, Grant Lewis Williams. I appreciate it. Do you guys want to see that? Well, hit the thumbs up. Hit the thumbs up and I'll play it for you. All right, here we go. You guys haven't seen this anywhere else, have you? I don't know. Maybe you have. I could be wrong. All right, I'm pulling it up right now, guys. I spared you a commercial, that's all. Yes. Hey, uh, you want to state your license registration? 
right by me there, you're a little too close to the back of that semi. you guys want to look at the cop shoes the whole time he looks scared doesn't he he looks scared man that elantra is dirty i got a carfax report pulled up on that car and he put a lot of miles on it in the time he had it he looks a little afraid i'm just saying I think he's had other things on his mind. That's why he hasn't been washing his car. Let the killer go. 
put it that way. I'm going to play this clip. This is from, I want to say Fox. Is it from you, Fox? No, News Nation, but it's not from, it's not from our favorite girl, Banfield. But nevertheless, this is Kaylee's dad speaking out on this. I'm sure you guys already heard this. I got, I got some more information on the flip side of this. Really, it is Monday, January 2nd. This is News Nation Rush Hour, and we start with some brand new details in the shocking arrest and the quadruple murder of four college students that's gripped the country. We've been covering it closely from Moscow since the very beginning, and then that major breaking news Friday an arrest in the case 47 days later. Brian Koberger, a graduate student studying criminology at Washington State University, just a 10 minute drive from the University of Idaho campus. He was taken into custody in Pennsylvania. Tomorrow night, after a hearing in Pennsylvania, where Koberger is expected not to fight his extradition. There's going to be somebody there looking him in the face and letting him know that uh, this isn't going away anytime soon. This is just the beginning. Victim Kaylee Gonzalez's father, Steve, says they are looking for connections between Koberger. How many of you guys think that Kaylee Gonzalez... I'm sorry, Gonzalez... Kaylee Gonsalves, sorry, Kaylee Gonsalves went out with this guy and had Castillas maybe, and he called her name. Do you think so? You think that maybe this was the guy? We don't know yet. We're going to find out soon. And Kaylee and the other victims. I'm biased, but if you got to know my daughter, I would think it'd be impossible for you to hurt her. So I think a little bit of us all kind of felt like this was somebody who didn't have a chance to... Uh, meet her, talk to her, get to know her because she was a very likable person and she didn't have a mean bone in her body. So I think uh, there's a little comfort in knowing that this person wasn't somebody she trusted and loved. Koberger's public defender tells News Nation in mid-December Brian's dad drove. So you guys are saying no, no, no? You don't think that they ever met each other? Is that what you guys feel like? I think you might be right. I don't know. We don't know yet. Uh, I'd hate, I wouldn't hate to think. I don't know. If they've met each other before or not, that is a question. At the Mad Greek, that's a possibility. I think he could have met Kaylee online since she was a web sleuth. Uh, I did get confirmation that he was following her and her social media posts. There was fake ones after that, but there are initial ones that were real. And he'd been following for like two years prior. I think Brian spotted them at the restaurant while working. Maybe he attempted to flirt. Incel type was rebuffed. I am feeling incel type. Back with him from Pullman, Washington to Monroe County, Pennsylvania in the white Hyundai Elantra police have been looking for. His attorney says Koberger is eager to be exonerated. I'm a reporter. Koberger's family did not answer when I went to their house where he was arrested, but released a state. All right, so I got a picture, and this is from Whirly Girl, but uh, it's a freeze frame of his hand, and it looks like he has cuts on it. This is a freeze frame from the video we just saw. So. A link to everything I'm showing you guys are going to be in the show notes if you guys want to see it later.
getting his PhD in criminal justice and had his master's in criminology um, and sort of had this knowledge of the way the system works? Um, I feel like he definitely was into this type of thing. He had made a lifetime commitment to, you know, wrapping himself into crime and solving crime and figuring out how people got caught, interviewing people, doing different things that a normal student wouldn't be so interested in. So I think he uh, maybe maybe uh, got a little overconfident and didn't realize that there really is no perfect way to commit a crime. Okay, so tomorrow Koberger will beat. I'm going to stop it right there, go into, wait, hold on. Someone had an interesting comment here. There is a pic of his handwriting before the crime and no cuts. Fascinating. Is, um, isn't that us? That looks like a deep wound that's healing. And where it was, too. All right, I'm going to go to our next thing I want to share with you here. Now I've been getting a I've been getting a lot of emails from people that follow psychics. Um, a lot of you, some of you watch Donna Serafina and other psychics and you're bringing up what they're coming up with now. I remember when I we have an episode about psychic no no I'm sorry. It's the episode that brought you guys here, I guess. The first one, um, Possible Suspect, I believe. Uh, I talked about what Donna Serafina saw, but I started out that episode telling you guys something that I saw. And it was like a flash. I was sitting on the couch or something, and I was thinking about this case, and all of a sudden, before my eyes... And I'm not psychic or anything like that, but I, I did relay this story about a guy who was sitting. I was sitting there and I saw a, a fat boy. He was round and round in the face, and his face was ruddy, like his cheeks were really, really flush red, and he had like a dark hair and like a bowl haircut. And he was about uh, between nine and ten. In this, I don't know what you want to call it. This thing I saw in my mind, a vision or whatever. And there was two of them. And I thought they were brothers, and one of them had a knife, and the other brother borrowed his knife to do something bad. And in my mind, uh, this guy was a killer. And then later we find out it's Brian, or what do you call it, suspect nothing burger. And you know, and he's a skinny guy. And I'm like, okay, well, whatever that was, I don't know. I don't claim to be psychic. I don't claim to have visions. It was just odd that it happened to me, so I shared it with you guys. And then I started getting these pictures. Oh, well, he used to be really fat, and I'm like, now that's starting to kind of look like if you if you guys see pictures of him when he was young, and he was really big, and he had he was really big, he had side eyes, big bushy eyebrows, uh, sugar, the the bullish haircut, and he had real red ruddy cheeks. So I'm hearing a lot of things from these psychics of of what they're saying now, what they're going over regarding to this case, and um, some of it's really dark, some of it's really interesting. Some of them are copying other people. I'm going to talk about this in a future episode here. But until that, I did want to show you that. Okay. Now, there's some of you that have seen all the stuff that this guy supposedly has done on social media. And 
it's really hard because you didn't have a long time to look at it because they took it off really fast. And uh, we're talking about freedom of speech on the show a lot and freedom to share and freedom to have opinion, all that's encased in this. And I find it alarming that as soon as the suspect is getting arrested, his whole Facebook goes down, his Reddit posts go down. It's disturbing, but this is the Internet, and uh, people are quick. This is a quick lady right here. I'm going to play her video for you because she, well, I'll let her tell you. She got it before they took it down. Now, I got a copy of his post, uh, but what I didn't get a copy of is is his test. I, I didn't actually get to take the test. She did. Here it is. Last stuff, but I have to chime in here on the Idaho murders. So I saw Brian Koberger has been arrested, and then of course I was linked down the rabbit hole to the Reddit page, and I'm going to share a screenshot of his weird post he made there. So go ahead and pause to read, but this shouldn't be strange since he is a criminology major, right? Well, check out the questions that are in this. Now, guys, we've already gone over this part, and um. But it's a part after this where you actually take the test. There's one thing that Steve was just talking about earlier. He was talking about this is somebody that studied how to get away with crime. Now, I want you to look at, pay attention, this part's important, to what he's asking, because this is going to relate when we go over all the information we have about Papa Rogers here in a minute. Survey. Did you struggle with or fight the victim? Did you prepare for the crime before leaving your home? How did you travel to and enter the location that the crime occurred? After arriving, what steps did you take prior to locating the victim or target, i.e. person or object? Please detail your thoughts and feelings. Why did you choose that victim or target over others? And that's where I thought it got really, really weird, you guys. Here's an even weirder one. Before making your move, how did you approach the victim or target? Please detail what you were thinking and feeling. And the reason this is so weird is because you didn't have to say you hurt somebody. You could choose that you had a drug offense or any sort of criminal offense. And he's asking very detailed, specific questions about how you harmed somebody and what you did and how you decided to do it to them. What was the first move you made in order to accomplish your goal? What? Like, who thinks this way? How did you accomplish your goal? What do you mean, Brian, how you ended up killing four innocent people? Before leaving, is there anything else you did? It's so freaking weird. How did you leave the scene? After committing the crime, what were you thinking and feeling? Now again, I am on weight loss TikTok. This isn't my realm. But when I took that survey, it seemed like... He was totally trying to lose my hide behind his major and a project, and he was asking outlandish questions. It seemed like he had this in his head the entire time, so it makes total sense that someone like this did what he did. Hey, guys, so I post... So I am leaning towards the incel type, you know what I mean? When we go over this information, I'm telling you, nobody could have faked this because all this was out as... Since the story came out and everybody's covering it on YouTube, all of this has been out since then. So it couldn't have been faked. Um, let's talk about this story that's preposterous in my opinion. I'll talk about it right here. 
exclusive. I remember when I heard this, I'm like, oh, well, that doesn't seem, you know, I thought at first this guy, man, maybe he's really super smart and maybe he had a plan here. And now I'm not thinking he has a plan other than some kind of hatred towards women. And he felt like he could get away with something. But I mean, when I saw this, I was floored. Exclusive. You come in here and I'll cut you. Idaho murderer taunts guards, exposes himself, and sings violent gang rap lyrics as he sets a wedding in jail. Now, where did we get this information from? We got it from a woman who was there and sold the story to the Daily Mail. So, is this is this reliable? Hmm? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, it could have been. It could have been, but it wasn't. Because we got a report from the actual authorities there where he was being incarcerated, and they said he was a model prisoner. So what is this? This is somebody that happened to, yes, be there by him and sold their story for $100 or two because it's an exclusive from the Daily Mail. I'm not believing it. 50-year-old inmate, or I'm sorry, 50, yeah, now the inmate 50-year-old Valerie... Sapio, I can't pronounce that, has revealed exclusively to Daily Mail how Koberger taunted guards saying they were too scared to go in his cell. She said he said, I'll cut them, I'll cut you. Nothing Burger yelled repeatedly, and she said he was held at the Monroe County Jail for six hours on New Year's domestic violence charge. See, this doesn't even make sense. Okay, now that's what that guy was, or the person was held on New Year's domestic violence charge. He yelled at one guard, I'm going to pee on your face, Jack. Do what you want with me. I don't give a beep. I'm going to pee on your face. There she is. I'm going to pee on your face. Um, and when it, we came in, it was like total lockdown. Like we couldn't, nobody could be out or in, you know, while he was in the cell. Like if he came out, we were we were in lockdown. He's singing songs that are violence. Like what? What songs? Like like you know, um I, the, okay so like I'm gonna cut you up. There's a, there's one called Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, I'm gonna cut you up, mother. You know this. Um, I'm I, I, you know I'm gonna pee on you. I, I'll pee on your face. Perhaps he was listening to some R. Kelly. This has been refuted by the guards, so in other news. Now, some of you guys watched the live hearing today, and that's what we're here to do, talk about the live hearing. This is what we came here to do, so let's talk about this right now. Oh, how many of you guys saw it? Well, nobody saw it. You saw outside of it and two guys talking like they're talking about football. If you guys were members... You guys could have heard me talk about it, crack some jokes. They're not allowed to do that. They can't have any fun. Not that it's a laughing matter. Anyway, Brian Enton was on the job, and this is what I got from Brian. Good old Brian Enton. I wish he was there live, or I saw that he was. Anyhow, he said that Nothing Burger waived his extradition hearing. He had to sign a waiver in court. That's all he did there. The judge explained to Colberger the charges against him in Idaho and that he was volunteer, voluntarily allowing authorities to transfer him to Idaho. 
Nothing Burger told the judge that he is not on any medications that would impact him making the decision. The judge said he is ha- he has to be sent to Idaho within 10 days. So that is the time. That's the time frame we got. Now, that's some important news. Brian goes on here. Nothing Burger came into court, made eye contact with his family sitting in the front row. He nodded at them. His mom cried and his sister comforted the mom. This is... And then a deputy brought her tissues. So that's Brian Inton, everybody, your boy. Brian, he was on the job, got some actual news. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. He keeps on doing it, doing it, and doing it, and doing it well. A lot of you guys have been sending me emails saying that Brian was attending the Memorial of the City Students. There's a video. And let's see, I'm going to use my new power of hitting the control and doing a little will so I can make it bigger for you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to show you this video. I want you to tell me what you see. Do you see Brian Kohlberger there at the memorial? This is not This is not Kaylee's memorial. He's already in jail for that. It's not Kaylee and Maddie's, but there's one before that. What do you guys think? Is that him walking? The forehead looks more bulbous to me. That's a bulbous forehead. Is that nothing burger? He is tall. He has the same body body type maybe, but the head looks too big to me. You guys got your magnifying glass out? Maybe. We can say maybe. I don't think I'm gonna go on a limb here and say I don't think so. But I don't know. I don't think it's nothing burger. But that is out there, so I did want to share it with you guys. Um I'm missing something now that I think about it. Let me see where I got it. Hmm. I got a vi- I had a video of nothing burger being taken taken into jail where is that video let me look real quick and while i'm doing that i'll play i'll play this for you guys now this is papa rogers in the idaho case discussion fb page Now, this is an actual video of the different things that Papa Rogers is putting on here. Now, if you look at the things he's putting, he's putting the, some of the same stuff, the exact same stuff that that the uh, Nothing Burger put in his Reddit, his Reddit profiling. So... And it's all about how to get away with murder.
but comments from the Facebook page Pepper Roger. All right. So here's a few comments from the um, comment section. I really don't see why everyone is so sure that it's him. What is the big tell that everybody is seeing? I'm assuming that this person is talking about TikTok that I'm playing right now. Um, here's what someone else put. I saw the Papa Rogers guy in the groups, and honestly, it does look like a side profile, but people said that his pic was part of an art collection. Yeah, it's, not, it's definitely not a picture of him. So the reason why people are talking about this isn't because of the picture, although it does kind of look similar. Uh, it's because of the things Papa Roger said, and that's why I'm showing this. He had the same things on here that Brian Kohlberger had in his study that he did on Reddit. The same type of questions. How would you commit a murder? How would you get away with it? Have you before? How did it make you feel? It's the same type of stuff. Right before it, as, as soon as Brian Kohlberger was arrested, the Reddit post was gone and Papa Rogers was gone, deleted. So this is why people are thinking about it. So is this a, him? I don't know. And none of us know. But it's something to look at for later when they start, if they pull out evidence and they say, yeah, he was heavily involved in the uh, social media and this was him. So I do think it's worth looking at the things he said. And they were talking about how this Papa Rogers guy freaked them out. I'm going to stop this right here. There's going to be a link to everything I'm showing you today in the show notes. So it's up to you to decide. Let's, uh, what do you call it? Let's um, smash some other rumors, shall we? This is from Plunder. The Corner Club says that Brian Kohlberger wasn't there and no one was kicked out the night of the Idaho Four murders. Nobody was kicked out the night, so that's good to know. Now check this out. Uh, I'll read it to you. I found out some pretty neat information from my brother, U.S. Marshals Federal Agent tonight about the DNA recovery that took place on this. There was a blood residue found in the upstairs bathroom drain. Within the seal, they found epithelial cells, skin shavings, that were tested and found to contain both the victim's skin and a third unidentified party. The DNA profile was then sent to a collaborative online genealogy database, Ancestry, 23andMe, MyHeritage, who narrowed down the sample to being closely familiar to within one generation of a single family tree and gave them a list of just under 70 potential people. This would also appear to confirm the speculation many of us had that the killer spent time cleaning himself up afterwards and will prove to be quite the valuable piece of evidence against him. And this is another um, example 
of censorship. This was, again, all the stuff that's on 4chan, that's on Reddit, and then gets pulled down. This was on Reddit's mega thread. Somebody put this, killer drove to the residence, entered sliding door at approximately 3.20 a.m., stabbed victims in their beds, left through sliding door at approximately 3.35 a.m., and headed east on Highway 8. What does this mean? I don't know. Somebody sent it to me. It was pulled off of Reddit. Again, it doesn't say, and I took a shower or anything like that. So what is the validity of this? I don't know. You guys gave it to me. I'm putting it on here, all right? That's what I got. I got some more. This is this is a little bit quieter. More Papa Rogers for you. And I got some more Papa Rogers for you after this. Instead of ordering Papa John's tonight, we're having some Papa Rogers. Let me see if I can make that bigger for you. Let me show you something. I think I broke it. Here you go. That didn't make it better. That makes me sad. Let me go back to 100%. All right, here we go. We're professionals. Yes, all the posts are gone now, but we have copies of everything. All right, so pause this real quick. I'm going to jump into the chat room. Are they saying an agent gave them this info, or is this speculation? Also, Dylan was up at 3.33 a.m., so I personally think it happened later, like 4. So let's go back to what was said. And it says, found out some pretty neat information from my brother, a U.S. Marshal slash federal agent. So apparently they got this from a family member. And this is from, this is also from the Moscow Reddit group. The Moscow, did I say Moscow? I'm sorry. Moscow, the Moscow Reddit group. Moscow Reddit group. But um, to answer your question more exact, yes, everything is speculation until we find out in the court of law, and that's what we do here. It's a pretty wild-ass speculation if you ask me. And this, I mean, what does that even mean? I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines. Um, I have some more creepy, creepy Papa Roger stuff that they don't even show you here. And I'm going to show that for you. I'm going to go into our Discord and pull it out. Uh, There's a special channel just for Papa Rogers. That's how creepy this guy was. And even if this wasn't old uh, Kohlberger's, man, it's, it's it's a creepy guy. And I don't know how the questions could match so much. I'm going to open up the phone lines because I want to talk to you guys about this. And uh, let me do that now. Open up the phone lines. Check my email. Grab a snicker bar. All right, let's see. Hi, 
Hi, this is uh, Meredith, and I just had a kind of an interesting thought. I think, and I'm sure you've heard this, that Brian Kohlberger looks a lot like Theodore Bundy. And I uh, did some research, and Theodore Bundy had a daughter, Rosa, and she lives in England now and has three kids. So, I don't know, I'm wondering if there's some kind of DNA link, because they look like they could be related. Thanks, bye. Going through some voicemails here, and then we're going to open up the phone lines. Um, I was I was uh, calling about the Idaho murders, and I remember there was a police video about them coming to the Idaho house for a noise complaint, and there was that villain up on that porch up above with a guy, and she had the music on real loud. I swear that guy looked like that Kohlberger, but I I don't have a way to zero in on it. But I just thought I'd mention that. Thanks. Bye. All right. I'm ending. I'm opening up the phone lines right now. Ready to take your phone calls if you want to discuss some of this. And let's see what else I got. I got a really good video of Brian Colberger as he was being brought into the courthouse and then I lost it and I'm trying to find it again there's just so much information I get all the time I can't find it great Mm, disappointing. All right, I'm going to go ahead and pull up the the really weird Papa Roger stuff that I personally have. But there we go. Okay. All right. It's Midnight Caller Line. This is Jerry speaking. Hi, Jerry Thompson, California. Hey, Tom. I have a question. You know the DNA test that they found in the, the sink drain? Yes. I find that hard to believe. You don't think the guy brought a bottle of bleach to pour down? All right. No, I don't think so. It might be hard to believe that they got the DNA from the sink, but I do believe that he wouldn't have thought to. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to mute you. Could you? I'm going to have to mute you until you uh, mute your computer, your TV, because we're getting an echo here. But I'll answer your question right now. No, I don't think that it's hard to believe that he wouldn't have brought a bottle of bleach. Um, I'm starting to think that he's not some kind of crime genius, and I'm thinking that he just. Uh, did this out of an explosive anger. I think he did studies on how to do a crime and how to get away from it. 
how to get away with it, but I don't think – I think it's highly likely that he would have forgot all the minute details, you know. Uh, wouldn't there have been bleach underneath the sink? Yeah, but this looks like a frenzy killing, does it not? Have you ever done something uh, that would – have you been in a fight, sir? No. Okay. Have you been in a real bad argument with your wife? No. Wow. Have you ever had a bad day and forgotten your car keys? Yes, of course. <laughs> I mean, something like that, something that has, I mean, if you get in a fight or something, uh, murdering somebody sure would have your adrenaline up. When your adrenaline is, is pumping and you're in this kind of situation, you could forget anything. It, even if he would have thought to have brought bleach or something like that with him or look for bleach, I think there's a high probability that he would have forgot to use it. Now, with, okay. whether whether they actually did find the DNA from the drain or not, I'm not sure. But, I mean, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think that would be hard to believe. I mean, uh, if he did, let's say he did do it. Let's say the trial is over, they convicted him, and he did do it. I mean, he he still had the same kind of car, was still driving around, the kind everybody was looking for. What kind of mastermind are we looking at here? I mean, a bleach is a little thing. A car is a big thing. He forgot to use a different car. Again, all we're doing is speculating. We don't really know. But, yeah, I can... Uh, just playing, playing devil's advocate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I could definitely believe. I've been in situations that, yeah, I'd for, even forget my own name sometimes. Do you have any other questions for us? No, that's it. I appreciate your comment. Hey, that's a good one. You made me think with that. Thank you. All right. You take care. God bless. That was a good question. All right. I'm looking here on. I'm in the uh, Discord. I'm looking in here on our Papa Rogers. You guys are getting sick of Papa Rogers. It'll be all right, though. I promise. Papa, 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 Papa Rogers. You're going you're gonna to watch Papa Rogers till you, till you call in. All right. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. All right. I'm going to try to make this larger for you. And it's not going to work. Oh, that's as big as I can make it. Oh, that's disappointing, isn't it? Kind of see it. That's not good enough, though. I don't. I don't like that very well. I wish all, all you guys could see this stuff. Papa Rogers made. There was um, comments that Papa Rogers made about the knife. There was comments he made about the, the way the people were murdered. He told people that on, on uh, online, on YouTube, they were getting everything mixed up and just making stuff up. He talked about what some of the psychics were saying as being ridiculous.
He talked about the amount of blood that was at the crime scene. Papa Rogers talked about there being a sheath from the knife left behind. Why he would have talked about these things if it was nothing burger, I don't know. I'm going to jump into the chat now, see what you guys are saying. Papa Rogers knows way too much, and it seems, wow, very interesting. Yeah, the chat is good. It's hard to do the show in the chat. What if he went in to kill the two girls, and while cleaning up, Ethan heard him, so he had to kill him and his girlfriend also? We don't even really know who is, whose life was taken first. If you had cuts, bleach would be the last thing you'd want on your cuts. You're true, but you guys in the chat, have you guys been in a fight? I mean, an argument or whatever. I mean, it's easy for me to understand how you would forget things, you know? Sometimes I'm arguing with my, my wife. I forget her name and my name too, you know? Although we don't argue much. She won't let me. There's a lot of Papa Rogers stuff. We have a Papa Rogers channel in the Discord. There's information that I don't have room for anywhere else. And if you're a member, if you're a Midnighter or above, you get access to our Discord and you can see all this information. There's sometimes we have information there that I can't share anywhere else. Um, let's see. Do you guys have anything more that you guys want to share for today? I'm going to go to e my emails. Somebody asking me, somebody from Australia listening in, wanting to know if they can leave a message. Yes, you can. You can call in. I think you have to dial one. Somebody sent me a lot of Papa Roger stuff. Um, I guess I'll show it to you. Why not? The date of the killing was chosen on purpose. Thoughts? Papa Rogers, there was lights under the canopy, and Papa Rogers was saying how, yeah, where the lights were, saying where the bath and the hall and the bed were. Good old helpful Papa Rogers, who disappeared right when the, the uh, suspect was arrested, by the way. Do we have Brian's real voice to compare to Pops Rogers? No, we don't have Pops Rogers' voice, I believe. So he's telling them the difference between the hall light and the bedroom light. This is an interesting read about Elliot Roger and how he became a hero to the incel community. His target was beautiful sorority girls from Alpha um, Pi. Sound familiar? Caleb is a member of Alpha Pi. Papa Roger? Or is this Papa Roger? He kind of looks like Tom Hanks. Papa Roger, how misogynist killer became incel hero. 
Elliot Roger. So maybe that's where he got the name from. Papa Roger is wiped from Facebook. Yeah. Right when um, Nothing Burger got arrested. Social Butterfly says, come on, it's obvious the way he questioned on SM is exactly the same as the survey. It was, and that was before we all knew about the survey. That's the weird part about it. That's Elliot Roger, not a hero. I don't even know. I've never heard of Elliot Roger before. I'm going to have to look that up. In regards to the Papa Roger account, his profile pic looks exactly like Brian. It's from one of those apps where you can make yourself cartoonish. And his account was disabled yesterday. The posts in here from him have me shaking. He was in here the whole time. Uh, no, the post was actually a picture found online. But, yeah, it does look like him from the side. It was from, uh, you, you can look it up online if you copy and paste it into search. Kristen Taylor, welcome. I can tell you weren't here earlier. You're asking, have you seen the body cam footage of Brian getting pulled over on his way back to PA? With his dad, yes, we've seen it. We played it earlier, but that's not a problem because we put links to everything we play here in the show notes so you guys can watch it later. Just give me, it's going to take me about 14 hours to update that today. Uh, Papa Rogers put, can someone post actual evidence showing me where the bodies were found? Uh, Of course, nobody could. I know this won't be popular. But this is where I think the victims were found. And he, he told them, I don't have that. He said, I feel like the white car isn't relevant. Of course, that's what he'd want you to think. Day 39, the killer is not in the victim's immediate circle. Papa Roger. He would know. The killer is not a student's thoughts. Uh, I guess the killer was a student. Not one of the students from that college. The more you read in this Papa Rogers thing, the creepier it is, whether it's him or not. And some of this is... uh... Google Trends show the search history for the house by date. Lots of activity Thursday. What do we think? From Papa Rogers. Somebody commented to Papa Rogers, I think we should give them the dignity they deserve and not theorize where their bodies were. And then Papa Rogers says, this is a discussion of the case. You're participating by choice. And then someone said, Papa Rogers, the four victims didn't participate by choice. You are one sick individual. Glad you were locked up. Uh, uh, Who's calling Midnight's caller line? Midnight caller line. This is Jerry. Who am I speaking to? Jerry. Hey, Jerry. It's Uncle Benny. Hey, Uncle Ben. How are you doing? Hey, Uncle. How are you? Alrighty. Well, I'm a little tired. I have I have loads to say about this stuff in this case, but um, but not tonight. I, I can save it for another call another time. I did feel compelled though to call. I I, I just tuned in, and uh, I know we're getting late. And, uh, maybe it's time to sign off. But um, I felt strong to just make this record. Okay. Uh. <laughs> You know, let's say something. I'm so glad for this forum because I know that you are open to ideas that maybe aren't popular or um, are different. And uh, I want to say this. So 
when he gets back to Idaho, you know, if this guy is Jack Ruby, if you know what I mean, I'm putting my odds of this being a psyop start to finish at like over 99%. Just saying. What I do, don't know if that's going to happen. Wait, wait, hold on. What do you mean? What do you mean if this is Jack Ruby? Jack Ruby. You know, you oh, remember Jack, Jack Ruby? Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I guess I coined that term. <laughs> but if it paints a picture, you know what I mean? So if this guy gets Jack Ruby by a distraught, you know, someone, um, that makes it real. It cleans up nicely in the end. And, and that bothers me because there's a lot of anomalies in this case. There's a lot of problems for me. And uh, look, I, I want everybody to know any haters. I, listen, man, I am, I'm not a tinfoil hat wearer, but I'm telling you there's, there's other possibilities that are possible. And I, um, I, I, maybe I'm playing the devil's advocate or something, but like, I, I just think uh, there's just too many problems and too many weird stuff weird things going on with us that um, I'm open to that possibility and I'm willing to be one who says, but Hey, wait a minute, you know, and let's, let's think about it because, um, well, anyway, and, I feel and like you're dan- like what- I feel like you're dancing around something you want to say. Um, I've been getting a lot of emails from people talking about satanic worship being involved in this. Is that what you're getting at? I- I'm very sorry. I spoke over you and I didn't hear what you said about satanic worship. Please. Uh, Again. Yeah, I said, I feel like you're dancing around what you want to say. Uh, going directly to the point, I've had a lot of emails from people that are saying um, they see some satanic symbolism in all of this, or mm. perhaps, perhaps it deals with satanic worship. Is that what you're getting at by there's things in this um, we're not well, seeing? I mean, I guess ultimately behind that kind of evil, I would say it's Satan, right? Um, but I'm not, no, I'm not necessarily getting into uh, that's not the point Satan you were making, that kind of thing. Exactly. But, okay. but the point is, is being, you know, I am speaking conspiratorially um, minded about what may be going on here, that there's some, you know, let me put it this way. Let me just put it this way. And there's a lot of answer a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I, I think this guy might have some handlers, you know, and um, I don't know, like I, I did see some of the footage of him getting pulled over in Indiana. And I was, I saw that the dad ostensibly was in the passenger seat looks nothing like the son. And um, I don't know what his mother looks like, you know, but to me, that was a little bit of a, that's just a little anomaly. anomaly. You know, I like to clear these things up. They're just little question marks, you know. Um, I had a question mark when, now this, I may be just like completely changing lanes here and, and getting to a place that raises more questions, but, you know, when they showed his apartment building, um, there was a big G on the apartment building. So he's in apartment building G, I guess. And it's surrounded by a square uh, resting on an inverted, you know, uh, point. And so you have uh, inverted triangle and above it, a triangle. And so that, if you look at it, the compass set, uh, a set and compass, excuse me, which is a Masonic symbol. If you ever seen that with the G in the middle, and I'm not the first and won't be the last who finds a lot of Masonic, things going on. Um, not pointing finger at the Masons. I'm, again, this is just an anomaly. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And I don't know if it's just the floor or his apartment number. I don't know if it's his apartment number, but it was apartment 201 or he was on the second floor 201. You know, if you saw the building, it's a 301, 201, 101. Yeah. Well, do you, you, may, you may be aware of event 201 before what I call the pandemic. Okay. Where they ran the simulation of, uh, of this whole thing with the virus. Yeah. And 
the reason it was called Event 201 is because at any given time, there was like 200 um, viral outbreaks going around around the globe. And this was 201 because it was going to be this global uh, outbreak. And I looked up, just, just curious, I looked up uh, how many serial killers are on hand at any, you know, like active serial killers to the estimator going on in the United States at any time. And I, I didn't do, I, this is just cursory. I'm sorry, I'm running out of time. I got about 60 seconds left. All right. Well, anyway, uh, the last thing I want to say is like um, in 2017, they said like 198. I don't know what it is for 2022. Uh, but anyway, I just thought it was interesting. It was 201 with the G on the door and a lot of anomalies, a lot of weird things that make me question what the hell is going on here. Um, you know, no, no body bags being shown, leaving all that. Anyway, hey, thanks a lot for your show. Uh, happy New Year. I'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you very much. I would have a question for you uh, about the conspiracy. Who Who is a... Um, what is the reason for the conspiracy and who's behind it? But uh, maybe you can answer on tomorrow night's show. Yeah. 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 Let me, let me uh, put some stuff together and, and uh, talk to you about that later. All right. I appreciate that. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. We are out of time. You've been listening to and watching to midnight radio. If you are interested in getting one of those memberships, uh, it's two ninety nine for level one. If you just want to be a supporter, it is four ninety nine to become a midnighter. You get access to our Discord. You get an exclusive stream and exclusive videos every month. Or to be a midnight rider, you want to join our riding class, you can do that right now. Let's open up on our YouTube channel. There's more information in our community page. Uh, what if, if you'd like to become an executive producer for a donation of twenty dollars or more, and that helps us get our licensing for the live stream, you become an executive producer for the next show. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow. I got some more information for you guys. Those of you that have just uh, joined and become a member, look at our community page and find out how you can join us right there on Discord. All right, until next time, all my best. <laughs>